Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. Hi, how are you? This is the Mindfully Integrative Show, and this is Damaris Grossman. And today we have an amazing chat with Dr. Clara, and she's going to chat with you about her story and how she's making a difference in her life and others and helping with her healing and helping many. Um, So I just can't wait for you guys to meet her and chat about what is going on. So thank you so much, Dr. Clara, for your time and your story and sharing. Thank you for inviting me to this uh, uh, event and this podcast today because I really enjoy and love what you do. And um, I'm really looking forward to supporting your audience in any which way I can with my story. I love it. So um, I always usually just ask kind of a little fun fact people may not know about you that they might want to know. Little fun, little info. Uh, a fun fact that would help people, I think, is is that I achieved the majority, if not all, of my successes through the power of play. And up until this point, um, I have done the the major part of the power of play is the avatar work, where every single success that I have, I have a team, and the team is within me. So what people don't know about me is that before I go into any conversation, before I go into coaching any kind of competition because I'm a still competing athlete, or before I'm going into any kind of business negotiations, I always create in a playful way an avatar that I would want to be in that situation. So people a lot of times recognize the fact that, oh, you, you acted totally differently than, than what you usually um, act or what you, how you usually act. And I don't tell the secret, but I tell the secret to your audience. This is the secret. And when I assume that um, position, I assume that personality, I assume those strengths and powers, that's how I concur a variety of different um, events and, and challenges. Oh, that's amazing. So, oh goodness. So like in each event or certain things and you're, and you're an athlete. I didn't realize that. I'm, um, what, um, what work do you do as an athlete? What's your competing? What do you okay. Do? So that's my athletics is my identification. I identify as an athlete more than anything else. Uh, right now, um, I am one of the very, very few minute, uh, women on this earth who is very happy to have reached the age 50 because that meant that I could start playing in, um, in the um, Senior Olympics. So um, now I'm 54. So I have been pursuing it, obviously, during the COVID, we couldn't. But I um, played since I was a child, I played about 20, 25 different sports in different levels. Wow. I have medals, trophies in seven sports now. And I'm continuing to to um, increase my little 
repertoire of trophies. But the other thing that people don't know about me, um, they think that I am competitive, but I'm not competitive. How is I, <laughs> because I love to play games. Wow, very cool. I play the power of play. I don't worry about the trophy. I don't worry about beating a competition. I don't worry about beating the other person or a record. I go, I play a game, and whatever it brings is the result. And that's what, that's what I try to teach to my student athletes is that life is about playing it, whatever it is, academics, athletics, relationships you play you win you compete great you lose it's that no it's a better perspective than you know whatever the you know the outcome is you're still trying to enjoy the journey as people talk about many things you know they're always like i gotta get to the goal get the goal or whatever the win or what and they're not really looking at that journey of of and the play has got to be the the best part you know but we don't we probably don't even get to enjoy that I agree with you 100%. And one of the problems are, which it sets me apart, if I may say so myself, from other coaches in both on and off the field, is that I can, because I played it, I went through the struggle, six years of choking in, in trying to win a particular championship. I realized that nobody teaches our athletes how to play. We tell them, enjoy the moment, enjoy the, but we are not teaching them how to re- uh, kindle the game and the play that they had when they were children because we knew at some point in our life you knew it I knew it but then as we grow older and we have all these responsibilities and blah blah blah, blah we have to live up to expectations we forget to play so what I do is I bring them back and that's one of the ways I'm using my therapies is I bring them back to that childhood state of mind where play was the focus and the purpose not the result. I love, I, I think that's, that's such a great perspective because it, it just takes, it just kind of turns the competitive and the, the have to, and the, like all of these, like should have, could have, would have, and turns it to another, um, flips the script kind of thing. Yes. And it also takes off the pressure. See, this is, this is where we are. I have, um, the majority of the work that I do are with student athletes who are struggling with, uh, test or performance anxiety. So, some of them have six, seven, eight months of trying to pass a test for some licensing. And then they work with me anywhere between four days to two weeks and they pass it. And the reason why is because I shift their um, their thinking around responsibility, around what you just mentioned, the have to, the must, that this is the only way. And once we get back into that playful mind, it suddenly appears that, wait a minute, I, I can be like 10 different things. I don't need to go into this one direction, but we forget to do that as we grow older. What, um, how did, Dr. Clara, how did this come for you? Like, was there a turning point in your life that made you kind of transition? I mean, I, obviously you're an athlete, that's your, but what, what brought you into kind of doing this for other patients, like other clients and, and other athletes? And what, what was it for you? Yeah, so uh, when you, um going to send you a, a picture for your for your, for your uh, audience, even though they are listening, but they may look at pictures as well. So there was this um, Grand Slam that I would call my Grand Slam, my personal Grand Slam uh, 15 years ago. 
where I was in a, a club where I won the tennis championship. I won the platform tennis championship. I won one of the golf championships. And I was the last step and the last leg of this Grand Slam was winning the Open Golf Championship. Now, you need to know that I didn't learn to play golf until later in life. So um, my expectations were through the roof because I'm an athlete, but I never understood how to play play the game of golf because I never played it as a child. So all other sports, I could still revert back to it. So long story short, um, as I said, six years of struggle and choking and choking every single time where I had to bring my best that I kind of the most. And suddenly, um, one day I said to myself, said, what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. What is different now than it was in, and it is in other sports. And also what was interesting is that all my other sports started to struggle as well. As I was struggling in the golf, trying to become a golfer, and I forgot how to be a child that plays the game of golf, I started to struggle in all the other sports. And interestingly, I also started to struggle in life. Everything, just something happened at that time of my life where um, my health was deteriorating, which I didn't know why. And that's where the um, also some of the other parts come in. I had to figure out on my own um, that there were food sensitivities that had not been pinpointed in different tests and normal traditional medical ways. So I had to go in on my own and figure things out. My father was a physician. So he taught me how to do different elimination. And, and I, I don't want right. to uh, go into this unless you're interested in that too. But the point is that the major turning point was here that I went back in my own self and I said, what am I doing differently that I haven't done? And it's not easy to go back to be a child again when you are 35, 40 years old or so forth and so on. But that was the biggest thing that do I want to really achieve this experience of winning that trophy and then i said okay the only way i can achieve that is if i go out every time and just play the game i created a, a team for myself i actually had for the different shots and the different uh, golf situations i had different golfers big shot golfers that were my team so when i was about to hit a sand shot i wasn't hitting the sand shot in a moment my ball rolled into the sand by the time I walked to the sand shot, I had Phil Mickelson in my pocket. Like, Phil, this is this is it. This is our time right now, right here. When I had to putt like lights out, it was Tiger Woods. I was not putting. It was Tiger with me. And when my tempo went off, it's there's this incredible woman, I Miyazato, that had this incredible golf swing. The tempo is amazing. And I said, okay, I let's do it together. So the entire game, the entire time, I was playing a game like I was five years old. And that's how I won. And in some incredible fashion, because the last four or five holes, I was in such zone just by playing and not competing that um, it took me three beers to come out of that zone at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> during the celebration. I, could, uh, I couldn't get off of the zone. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it, what it does is it kind of put you, um, your concentration level, your focus, and what you're talking about is you've been, you're so in that present moment, um, but then you've put on um, this play, like play persona, but it's come to the point where you've just focused yourself so much, but in the most positive way, instead of being competitive. And that's all. I mean, yeah. look at what it's done for you. And now you're able to emulate that for um, your clients and, and for athletes. 
Yes. And it's, it's, it, it has a special, um, I have a step-by-step strategy that I use in, I have a course, an online course. I, I do all the uh, coaching part as well, mostly group coaching, because right now the life situation that I have where I have to assume a very different persona the last four or five years doesn't allow me to do a whole lot of individual coaching. Um, okay. But I don't want to stop. Yeah. I don't want to stop. People can still, you know, um, get, you know, be able to get, um, information and your words of wisdom and help. So that's super important. Um, oh, I take them apart. I totally take them apart. So we have, we have hot seats and everything. So it's not, yeah. you don't go, you don't go unnoticed. <laughs> that's good. That's good to know. Um, would you like to leave, uh, the audience with, um, uh, like, a a tidbit or a thought, um, one of your words of wisdoms and your strategies or just in general? Um, one of the biggest things that I think we go wrong if, and we're talking about also health is we, we think, so for example, I want to, I want to sleep well. So I want, I want to do something. There's something tomorrow, the next day that, that I have something that I have to really focus on or focus um, something that I have to really concentrate on. And so many times what we do is the next day in the morning when we wake up, that's when we try to gather ourselves. And one of the things I found in my coaching is that I want everyone to prepare for tomorrow today. So what I do, which is um, I call it the mental uh, dental cleansing. What I do every night is literally not go to bed. And again, I know that people will say that I don't have the time for it. Trust me, you do. I am a full-time caretaker for a husband with dementia. I have been a caretaker for my mother until she passed in January. I have a full-time job and I have a business and I speak on stages. So trust me, you have the time, 10 minutes for yourself to do this mental dental cleansing. So my biggest suggestion is very simple. The day before tomorrow at night, make sure that you forgive yourself and you're going to say, oh no, that's kind of weird. No, it's not. In the moment you forgive yourself, you release such negative energy that allows you to sleep. Forgive others because if you truly want to become who I am assuming your audience wants to become, if you carry somebody else's negative energy inside you, then you are, again, not going to be able to sleep well. Then um, the other part of, of, of this whole cleansing is accepting that today I've done what I could do. And now I am done. We're moving on. We're going to take a nap. We're going to sleep, whatever it is. And next day, we can start all over. And then the next day and the next morning, my biggest request to this incredibly busy world of ours is to just choose one thing to complete that day. Not 21, not 11, one thing. Not uh, this is like throw away your to do list. Through your, of course, you can take notes that sometimes these things can you know, have to be done. But for that day, one thing is the goal. Once you achieve that one thing, and you have more on the, and you achieve more, wonderful. But we make ourselves feel so bad about feeling so important, so responsible that we try to do ten things in that day. No, one thing. Do that right. You have time for. Uh, for more things later, that's great. But then at the end of the day, you look in the mirror and said, okay, what I promised to myself, that one thing I accomplished. Like today, you were my focus. Today, I wanted to make sure 
that everything during the day is organized enough. My husband's therapy was done in the proper way so I can be here. Everything else. So I'm here. This You were my one thing today. Well, I'm glad you were, I was able to, you know, we were able to come together and, you know, be in the present moment for each other. So it's great, especially with this you know, time of year and everything. So I oh, yes. you and your, and your time and, and your wealth of knowledge and much that you have to offer those that are listening, even in your busy, like the word, when people say busy and they tell me what's going on, you, like you said, there is time, there is moments and there is a, a room for play. And I, I think it's just so fascinating and how much we can um, learn from you because I think that um, we're always so serious and so worried. And I think even just when you say the power of play, that even kind of has like a funness um, and mm-hmm. what you have devoted um, to yourself and to your your clients. I, I can imagine how much, um, how inspiring that is. So I, I just really appreciate your time. Yes, I I really um, love that you mentioned the time factor. First of all, the power of play, actually, you can find it under my name on YouTube because I put it up there. I, I made this speech um, kind of like a TED-like talk. But um, and I and I have a whole deep, you know, you know, if you listen to it, there's there's more to it than just what I explained. But about the time thing. I believe it was um, it, it, it was the Dalai Lama that that was saying something that they were asking him how much um, time he spends with uh, meditation and, and um, this mental dental cleansing type of a thing that is also med- my meditation in the morning and the, in the evening, but especially in the morning is part of that. And he asked him that how much does he meditate average? And he said, I believe at that time, he said like two hours or something every morning and then some other during the day. And then he said, and then of course you, um, uh, it changes when you are busy. And they said, yes, it's, it's, it changes. I doubled the time of meditation. The busier I am, the more I meditate. And they were like, what do you mean? And through the years I learned, it is so true. Meditation will get you to focus. And the more you have to accomplish a day, the more focus you need. Absolutely. So it sounds like it's it's not, you know, it's it's it goes against each other, but it's incredibly and it and, and of course the other part with this meditation is that everybody thinks that this meditation is like, oh, it's out there. No, it's just breathe, breathe, breathe. And when you have thoughts coming into your head, like I do because I have ATD, I have you know, thought, thoughts coming in, great, let them go, let them go, let them go and just breathe. Go back to your breath, go back to your bed, and so much fun, so much fun. I couldn't agree more. Um, on that note, let's leave it um, to your breath. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Thank you again and um, for being on the show. I really appreciate your time, Dr. Clara. Thank you so much. And uh, have a Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and, Harry, and happy holidays and, happy um, to those listening. And um, for those listening and watching, like I said, meditation is just one part, but I, as I bring up each and every day, make sure you find a mindful moment each and every day. Thank you so much, guys, and have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. 
To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G., reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.